You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes, and thank you for listening to the podcast. I'm not sure what to do with Kyrie Irving. Let me back it up. Let me tell you a story first, and and then you can maybe understand where I'm coming from. So, I'm 45. 45, Carlos Lee. Boom, 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 boom. Anyway, I'm 45 years old, and as some of you may know, I teach a class. I teach a class at DePaul, and it's been great. Like, I've learned a lot from my students. I've been teaching there since 2012. So this is year nine of, of me teaching. And what's been interesting is that I've kind of seen the end of the millenniums, millennials, like the end of that generation, and I'm starting to see the beginning of Generation Z. I've found that for the most part, I have more in common with the students of Generation Z than I did with millennials. I'm a Gen X guy. It makes sense. I'm, I'm old enough to be their parent. I was just kind of the older guy when it came to, to dealing with millennials. I joke about this all the time, and this is no diss to my, my millennial students. I'll just characterize them, and I'll stereotype them this way, the two different groups this way. With my millennial students, it was basically like, can you get me a job? Like that, That's all they were on. They were like, can you get me a job? And with my Gen Z students, my Gen Z students are like, hey, old guy, don't you know stuff? And I'm like, yes, I know some stuff. And they're like, cool. Can you teach us stuff, the stuff that we don't know? And then we'll add it to all of this incredible technical stuff that we do know, and that would be great. They're like sponges. Like, they just take from me. And I mean in the best way. Like, they're just like, yep, going to add this, going to add that. And I really appreciate them. They're funny to me because they, they recognize that there's a value in what it is that I'm teaching. It's stuff that they maybe don't know, like some stuff that they don't know. And I'm old enough that they respect what I've done, but not so old that they think that I'm out of touch. I told you all of that because I want to try and understand Kyrie Irving. 
he's at the end of the millennials. Like, he's near the end. Like, usually when we're talking about millennials, we're talking up to about 1994, like born in 1994. Kyrie was born in 1992. I don't understand him at all, and I'm trying to. Like, I'm trying to give that dude the benefit of the doubt. If you haven't heard, Kyrie is has been gone from the Nets for personal reasons for five games. There was some talk that he was dismayed by some of the things that happened in Kenosha with Kyle Rittenhouse, that he was dismayed about the attack on the Capitol in Washington. And I found myself going, I can completely understand that. That I understand how someone could be overwhelmed by what's happening in our republic that maybe playing basketball isn't the most valuable thing to them. I've, I've had those moments too. Like last Thursday, I was like, do I really go in and do a sports show today? Like I, I, I've had those feelings. So I, I understand. And it's not like this is unprecedented. Kyrie was talking about this stuff earlier in the year. After George Floyd's murder, he was talking about whether or not the NBA should be playing. And I thought that even though he's a terrible messenger, I thought the message itself was kind of important and shouldn't be dismissed because he's a terrible messenger. So I've been trying to be more sympathetic to understanding Kyrie Irving because I realize that there's a gap. There's a gap in what it is that I know and I'm about as an old black dude at this point, or I guess a middle-aged black dude at this point, and what he's about as a, as a young millennial. I keep saying millennial. Millennial. As a young millennial, like one of the, 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 the really last ones born, they see the world in a very different way. My nephew is Kyrie Irving's age. So he and I, like, we click because I'm his uncle. But some of the stuff that I hear from Kyrie, I hear from my nephew. It's not that weird to me. Here's the frustrating part. As someone who wants to give, give room to anyone who's trying desperately to raise awareness about some of the things that are happening in our republic and in our world and someone who's willing to use the platform one of an nba superstar to do that i can respect it but what i don't respect is Kyrie tries to act like you know what bomani said this on on his podcast and i thought that it was spot on he he was talking about how Kyrie Irving is like your friend who went to college for a semester and had the whole world figured out. And I think that in essence, isn't that what Kyrie did when he went for two semesters at Duke or whatever? And you know how you are like when you get that first little taste of knowledge, when you get that first little taste of opening your mind up to, to concepts that you had never thought about before. 
And now you want to tell the world that your mind has expanded. And that your third eye is open. Well, maybe not your third eye, but you know what I mean. Your mind has expanded and you want to share what some of those thoughts have been in your head since your mind has expanded. I want to allow for that type of space and growth and development and evolution to happen for anyone who is willing to start thinking about some of these things a little bit more deeply. I've I've found having conversations on the score over the summer in particular really enlightening and and interacting with people who maybe didn't have the same point of view that I had, but were willing to listen to my point of view on some of these subjects. So I don't want to just be the old dude telling Kyrie to shut up. Like, I, I don't want to be that. I don't want to just try to silence him because he's a terrible messenger. But it becomes hard to... It becomes really difficult to not want to tell Kyrie to shut the hell up when in the midst of him doing something that you think might be righteous, like the idea of I'm not in a place to play basketball right now because look at where we're at. We had seditious insurgents storm the United States Capitol we have a president that didn't see anything wrong with it. We have injustice all around the United States. And there needs to be awareness brought to some of these subject matters. I don't want to shut him up. But when you add to the fact that he has already talked about the flat earth and he's trying to talk to you like you don't know no better, like he, he he's trying to... Like I was saying earlier, be that person who comes back from their first semester of college and telling you everything about the world that they learned in those four months that they were at college. He's trying to do all of those things, and it becomes difficult to give him the, the, the space in your mind. So he's missing from the Nets, and again, it might be for a really righteous reason. Like, everyone would like to believe that this is someone who their, their belief, their character won't allow them to take place, to, to take part in something so trivial as a basketball game. And then what happens? We find Kyrie on the Instagrams at a party with no mask on. We find Kyrie campaigning for Cynthia Nixon from Sex in the City while his team's out here playing a game. And you just go, you just wonder with him, is all of this a bit? Is it a grift? What is it? I don't want to go too far down the, the, the well with Kyrie, because I feel like I might get lost in someone it, trying to explain stuff to me that they don't have quite a grasp of. But I also want to make sure that I check myself 
I, I want to make sure that I am being as fair as possible to the young man and his point of view. I don't know what that says about me other than I like to understand people. But he's getting dangerously close to the not interested, pay no mind list for me. And now that James Harden is going to be over there, I not to take such a serious subject and kind of boil it down to sports, I feel like that whole thing is going to be a disaster. An absolute disaster in Brooklyn. And they will have earned it. They will have earned that disaster. So I don't know what to do. I'm an old guy fighting against all of the things that I've learned and trying to be open-minded to the next generation and see the world the way that they see it. Maybe I just need someone else to look at. And maybe I'm giving Kyrie way too much credit. It's possible that that's the case. That I'm, I'm seeing something that's not there. Because every time you stop for a second, a millisecond to, to go, maybe Kyrie's right, you get something that put, punches you right in the face and go, nope, he's wrong. He's wrong and he's selfish. I, I hope that one day we really get an opportunity to look into the mind of a Kyrie Irving. But I feel like when I listen to him, it's just a lot of hot air conjecture and a little bit of a grift. And that's too bad because I think that this summer and this fall and this winter were opportunities for him to truly look like a deep thinker who cares about things. And what we're kind of seeing is that he really only cares about the glorification of Kyrie Irving. And the whole thing's a little disappointing. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.